Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health Podcast, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I am your host, I am Shemaine Linney, I'm a fitness and nutrition expert, certified iridologist and biohacker and I'm very happy to have you back with me for another episode. This week we are doing a podcast week because I get asked so many questions and so many topics that I figured I would pump out as many as I could in one week. So five, potentially six episodes this coming week, which I think we're going into the second slash third week of July. So Anyway, let's get on with this because I know this one is going to be really popular. In this episode, we're looking at the do's and don'ts of Vitex. Now, about two years ago, I think I recorded my original podcast episode on Vitex and it is one of my most listened to podcast episodes and it is a super resource for my clients and my followers. I'm still recommending people go listen to that episode to this day. So um, if you haven't listened to it, do go back. In this episode, we're just going to touch a bit on Vitex again and how I use it, but the do's and don'ts of using Vitex. But before I go on, I must remind you that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please do consult your healthcare practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. And as always, if you have any questions, any topics you want me to cover, any comments, any feedback, you can reach out to me on whatever podcast platform you're listening to, or you can email me. If you go to my website, humanesmodelhealth.com, there's a button there on the homepage that says contact me, um, or you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook under Shemaine's Model Health, and I try to get back to everyone as soon as possible. Okay, so Vitex, also known as Chaste Berry. So you'll have heard me refer to it as Chaste Berry when I'm talking about the tea or Chaste Tree. Generally, I'll say Vitex when I'm talking about the supplement or the capsule and Chaste Berry when I'm talking about the tea, but they're both the same. They're both a herbal medicine prepared from the berries of the Vitex Agnus Castus tree, which is a Mediterranean tree. And in ancient times, it was used to suppress the libido of monks, hence the name. Um, so... Unfortunately, it doesn't seem to have that effect and works the opposite on women. So uh, lucky for us, we can use it to help regulate our menstrual cycle. And which that's generally what I do with Vitex is I will bring in Vitex when I see there is an issue with a woman's menstrual cycle, maybe irregularities, maybe heavy bleeding, maybe premenstrual mood symptoms, uh, regular periods, breast pain, any sort of severe PMS or longer periods or maybe missed periods. We can use Vitex to create a period 
We can use Vitex to modulate the androgens or your sex hormones. Vitex can be used to help detox estrogen. It can increase libido through those androgen uh, modulating properties. And Vitex has a direct impact on our dopamine system as well. It can help with migraines. It can also help with sleep by increasing that dopamine activity too. So Vitex can be used for a lot of stuff and I do use it a lot. It's quite affordable but it's pretty effective. Um, so depending on the severity of a client's symptoms we may just use the tea or we may use both the tea and the capsules, again, depending on the severity. So how does Vitex work? Well, Vitex promotes ovulation, which is a big thing, especially if we look at um, an ovulatory periods or PCOS or something like that. So Vitex can help promote ovulation by boosting dopamine and lowering prolactin. It can also relieve the symptoms of high prolactin, which would be our premenstrual mood symptoms like our um, aches and pains, our sore breasts, our PMS, acne, all that sort of stuff. So what are the do's of Vitex? Well, we do use Vitex for PMS. So that's those premenstrual symptoms or syndrome. Um, so thanks to its prolactin lowering and calming effects on the nervous system, Vitex can relieve premenstrual symptoms such as irritability, fluid retention, anxiety, breast pain, even low back pain. It has performed well in several clinical trials for PMS and PMD, and it can also help with perimenopausal mood symptoms again by helping with those androgens modulating and that dopamine system. So we also do use Vitex for breast pain. So together with iodine, Vitex can improve premenstrual, premenstrual breast pain and reduce lumpiness and pain in the breasts. So that can be another really useful tool because not only do a lot of women experience inflammation, which can be the cause of breast pain, but those hormonal fluctuations can also cause extra pain in the breasts around your menstruation. Um, and some women, like a lot of women I've spoke to, have reached out to me kind of paranoid about these lumps and these pains in their breasts. And then they go get an ultrasound thinking maybe it's cancerous and it turns out it is just hormonal. What else do we use Vitex for? Well, another do is we do consider Vitex for irregular periods, but we, like I mentioned, we can use it for helping with ovulation and PCOS, but we want to use it with caution with PCOS. So Vitex can promote ovulation and menstruation, but does not work for everyone and usually does not work as 
in high percentages for those with severe PCOS. Um, for some people, by raising luteinizing hormone, Vitex can, in some cases, worsen PCOS, especially if you're not looking at the underlying causes of that insulin resistance and what's going on there. One thing I always say, just as a side note, is you have to have insulin controlled if you want to have good hormonal outcomes. You have to always look at that insulin. But at the same time, Vitex can relieve the androgen excess caused by high prolactin. Um, when trying Vitex for hypothalamic amenorrhea, that's where you don't ovulate or get a period, um, it's also important to make sure that you're eating enough food, especially carbohydrates. So not having enough carbs can cause irregular or lighter periods, and that's something to be aware of. So another do, we do take Vitex in the morning. It works best in the morning because that's when the pituitary is most responsive to Vitex prolactin lowering effect. And if you've worked with me or you're one of my clients, you know I always recommend that we take Vitex at the same time every morning and then depending on the severity I might advise a client to have then the chaseberry tea in the evening to help us kind of push those hormones in the right direction but also support those dopamine pathways which are important for making sure we get into good deep sleep um, then we do also take Vitex in the follicular phase. So that's your first phase of your menstrual cycle because it works by promoting ovulation. If you don't ovulate, you are messing up your whole hormonal cycle. Ovulation is the basis for the female menstrual cycle. Without ovulation, all your hormones are going to be thrown off. So because it works by promoting ovulation, Vitex should be started early in the follicular phase and then continued until day one of the period. Again, if you work with me, I always say stop Vitex for the seven days you have your bleed because it's completely pointless to take it at that stage. And then we'd start again on the eighth day. Um, so that's another do. We do take a break every month. Taking regular breaks from Vitex can prevent attenuation of its effects. If you have a regular period, take those seven days off. I know some people might only have a bleed for two days. Some people might have a bleed for five days. To be on the safe side, I like to go with those seven days. So take the seven days off and then start again on the eighth day. If you don't have regular periods, I still want you to take a break. And usually I'll kind of gauge that based on past periods and how regular they were. And I might say, okay, we're gonna take Vitex for 28 days based on your past successful cycles. And then we'll stop for those seven days. Or for some women, I might just say, let's take it for 21 days and we'll stop for the seven days. Um, and this is where it becomes more individualized. Um, 
where it is important to work with someone that can take a look at your cycle and help you regulate it and then come up with a plan, especially if you haven't had a regular period. So Vitex can be great for creating a period like that or creating that bleed. Um, so those are our do's. When we look at our don'ts for Vitex, we don't start too soon after stopping the oral contraceptive pill because when we stop the pill, the pituitary and the ovaries, they need to start communicating with each other again. And in some cases, that might be the first time in years and in some cases, that might be the first time in decades. So it is best to allow that communication to proceed for a couple of months, even a month or two, before coming in with another hormonal influencer and expecting that to have further effects on the pituitary gland. Um, so sometimes it is proper to give your body a break before starting something else. We always want to try allow the body to balance itself out first before we try interfere. Remember your body, that human body is super, super smart. So sometimes we just gotta trust it and allow it to um, do its thing. If things don't rebalance after stopping the pill, then we will come in with the Vitex. Another don't is don't combine Vitex with fertility medication. Combining Vitex with, say, IVF medication can result in side effects such as ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, making matters even worse. So we don't want to, again, overload the body. Let's take it one step at a time. If you are doing some sort of IVF, though, you will have the support of a fertility nurse um, or a fertility consultant or even a doctor at that stage so they will be able to advise you too. Then back to what we said in our dues where you want to make sure you're taking a break. Our don't is don't take Vitex for too long. And that also means if you're taking a break from Vitex itself, you also want to take a break from the T2. So for regulating cycles, Vitex is most effective during the first three to six months. After that, its effects can attenuate and we might want to take a break. And honestly, after six months of using Vitex, your menstrual cycle should have regulated at that stage. Generally, I recommend taking Vitex for at least three cycles and then we take a break and if the cycles are optimal and maintained, then we don't need to go back on Vitex or maybe I'll wean someone slowly off Vitex and take just the tea then. So we'll eliminate the capsules and do the tea in the evening and eventually you should not need to do either. Now in some women, we will see improvements from taking Vitex almost immediately by the time their first bleed or their next bleed comes after starting Vitex. And then for other women, it can take 12 weeks or so. So that would be three cycles or three menstrual cycles. Um, but don't give up. Vitex is pretty effective. Um, and then if it's for, say, premenstrual mood symptoms or irritability, 
It can be fine to take Vitex long term, but possibly in lower doses. But really, I see this still works well with just having Vitex in the evening, so an evening tea. And that also can help with libido too, um, like I mentioned at the beginning. So the tea in itself can help with the libido. Um, and another don't, and this is important, this is our last don't. I rarely, never, I don't think I ever have prescribed Vitex for girls younger than 18 because their hypothalamic pituitary ovarian or their HPO axis is still maturing and we don't want to disturb that. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I don't like giving young girls um, the pill or any sort of birth control because we know that it takes quite a while for a young girl or a young woman's menstrual cycle to regulate and become her own. So if a young girl has her first menstruation at 12 or 13, their period or their menstrual cycle may not actually regulate and become their own until their early 20s. And a lot of people don't know this and automatically they'll just throw their daughters on some sort of birth control and then they pay the price for that later with other issues. I would rather look to other natural aids at that point. I mean, if if a period or a bleed is that severe for a, long, a young girl, Vitex is going to be a gentler option than the pill. We can also look at other helpful natural tools like magnesium, like vitamin C can be very, very good. We can look at some other herbal teas. We could even look at Chaseberry tea for younger girls if they're willing to taste it. It's not the most pleasant, but actually I think you grow to like it But again, the tea is going to be a lot lower dose than a pill as well. So um, Those are the basic do's and don'ts for Vitex There is one caveat that I like to mention um, Just for people. It's not a do. It's not a don't. It's a be aware of Vitex causing headaches. So headaches with Vitex, I don't see them that commonly, but they can occur, especially in the beginning of using Vitex or Chaseberry. And this is because of the dopamine response that Vitex causes. So Vitex increases dopamine activity, like I mentioned, and dopamine, of course, makes us feel proud and increases our self-confidence and our self-esteem and our sense of achievement. Like dopamine is a pretty awesome reward hormone. It pretty makes pretty much makes us feel good about ourselves. Like when you make your bed or you have a great workout or you do something really awesome and you're just like patting yourself on the back like I'm so proud of myself or that looks great or good job. That's your dopamine hormone. And Vitex, because it is one of the most powerful herbal nootropics, that means it works on dopamine receptors without the side effects of, say, cocaine, it can, in some women, 
cause headaches because of that stimulation. So when you get a surge of dopamine, especially if you're not used to it, so think of some people that experience a lot of sadness or depression or low self-esteem or self-confidence, they might experience these headaches. Um, and you can actually get dizzy or experience a bit of a vertigo along with these headaches until your body gets used to it and then the unlucky few will get a bit of nausea but in a few days it should be gone it is a matter of your body adapting to not only the vitex but also its own hormones and hormonal cycles so dopamine as we know is very natural your body produces it itself but if your body's not used to seeing its own dopamine it can take a few days to adapt to that so just keep at it and be sure that your body will adapt so that's pretty much everything i wanted to go over with vitex vitex is amazing for women it's a great tool it's a great safe tool do work with a practitioner if you're considering taking vitex even if i'm not your teacher or your mentor you can still message me and ask for advice about how to take vitex um, i will always reply so I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope you found it helpful. If you know anyone that may find this information helpful, please share. Sharing is caring. And right now, if the last two years has taught us anything, we all need to take responsibility for our health and learn the do's and don'ts for ourselves. So with that said, I'm going to let you guys go. And hopefully... You will join me for the next episode this week and find that helpful too. Okay, have a great day guys and girls and I'll talk to you really, really soon. Bye-bye.